Now playing comes a podcast from two brothers. My name is Christian Durant. And I'm Pedro Durant. About the movies that raised them. My name is Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? From the laugh out loud comedies to the explosive 90s action flicks. Welcome to Earth. The heartwarming animated classics to the tear jerking Oscar bait dramas. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And now, grab your popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. My name is Christian Duran. With me, as always, is Pedro Duran. And we are the Duran Brothers. Every week we get on here and talk about the movies that raised us, the movies that made us the men we are today. The it, it does it always feels weird when you say the men. You're a man. You're a grown I ass a man. man. I you am. Know, I feel like a kid with bills and kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times. But no, no, let it not be uh, mistaken. We are grown-ass men talking about the movies that influence the people we are today. The yes. stories of the cinema days. The, I don't know. I don't know what else. That's enough intro. The movie parties. <laughs> we fucking talk about parties. movies. Hurricane parties. Movie hurricanes. Yeah, we did have a couple of those. Um, for those. For the uninitiated, we are from born in New York, but raised in Florida predominantly. Mm. Um and of course, Florida is a very, you know, they have hurricane season. Mm. So it's like starting in like late August, I guess, and going mm-hmm. to like October or November sometimes. It's like hurricane season. So it's like you get, you just brace knowing that you're going to have a hurricane. Yeah. And like a hurricane price sounds bad to people that probably haven't experienced it. Aren't used it, to it, yeah. And aren't used to it. And they are, and they can be obviously they can be deadly and extreme, but for the most part, like they're, they're fairly, what's the word? Like they're fairly manageable, I guess. Yes. It's it's a lot of rain. It's a, it's a, it's a very intense rainstorm basically. Yeah. Super intense with like really crazy winds. Like if you Hmm. look outside the wind, just it, uh, you know, it's moving moving crazy trees around and and stuff like that. But anyway, so all that to say is you get used to it. So, so what you do is you end up uh, sort of having hurricane parties or, you know, you load up your, you load up your computer or whatever in, in anticipation of the power going out, you load it up with movies. Yeah. And uh, I remember there was one year we like, we're at grandma's house and we had like a tent in the living room. Like we made a tent. Mm. Do you remember this? Yeah, I don't a little bit. What year that was? It had to be in like, I don't know, two thousand, early two thousands or something. Ninety nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we had a computer loaded up with movies, which, you know, back then, obviously the battery didn't last long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, got there like half of Toy Story or something. Um, but yeah, do you have any memories of the hurricane parties? I just remember one year. When Patrick and Adolf came over, and maybe Danny, that, yeah. yeah. I think Dan. I think it might yeah. have. I don't know if it was Adolf. I think it was definitely Patrick and Dan. I feel. Like oh, okay, was, yeah, they came I over. Could be wrong. 
and we had a hurricane little get together and we just hung out and braced a storm and yeah yeah just just hung out i don't remember any specific films or movies that we watched during that period or yeah. any yeah but would have been yeah would have ran the gamut of anything from from hook to something like the shining or something you know so yeah yeah those were always I, I, good I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the specifics, but I, I do remember that. I remember because I think they came over because the the storm had probably passed, or it was like at least the worst of it had passed, and yeah. we still had power, and they didn't. I think. And yeah, that's I think why. That's why they came over. So, and then we we're just all fucking around, yeah. watching movies and playing. It was a shelter. So. Yes, we're sheltering refugees. Soup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> held a sign outside. Yeah. But yeah, how are you? I'm I am okay. I have a bit of a headache today. Mm. It's because I have I get caffeine withdrawals. Oh no. You know about this? Of course. When you drink a lot of caffeine during the week with coffee and stuff and then you don't have the same amount of caffeine or coffee during the weekends, which I usually don't, your body goes mm-hmm. through withdrawal. So I just get headaches and just try to drink water. I had a hydrolyte and even yesterday I had it. So I sat in the sauna yesterday, which is really fucking good. I love a sauna. I love good fits. Is it fits? Shits. Shits. Yeah, I love a good sauna. Woo boy. That's Mm -hmm. my that's my thing. Yeah. I go in there and just speaking about Florida, because everyone else is like dying. Yeah. In there. Like Mm -hmm. hypervailing. And I'm like Bane. He was like, Oh, I was born in the heat. (laughs) I was molded by it. I was molded by it. You, you come to exercise. I am there. <laughs> <laughs> you Amazing come in the voice. sauna and it was nothing but cold for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty iconic character. It is, man. He's fucking good, man. I was just thinking about that. I, I was I saw a story this week that the the, the breakdown for talks Christopher Nolan and um the producers of bond the breakdowns the talks have broken down they're not ah, on the same I page because he yeah. was up next for ah interesting yeah they really want him to be the next especially now off and up and i've after Oppenheimer yeah. wins a, a wins name. all these awards and he wants he's been wanting to do it i mean if you look at inter uh not interstellar inception and tenet those are like bond movies well even more so how about this back to fucking bane i was thinking about it this morning have you do yeah. you remember the plot to world is not enough with pierce oh yeah yeah it's almost the exact same movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah yeah yep, bond yep, goes yep, after yep. a fucking henchman who's like un he doesn't feel pain he's like super yeah. strong and all bald too and then it yeah. turns out that the real bad guy is this henchwoman and the 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 guy who was after the for a whole time was really just her um yeah her lackey yeah her lackey yeah and it's the same yeah. thing like she he he um electric cane electric cane yeah it's i think it's the name electric of king king yes um and the villain in the world is not enough um she knows where his weakness is because no, the other way, the other way around. She knows that Bond is stabbing in a particular place. So she yeah. tells the fucking, I forget the other guy, yeah. Davinos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Looking at the names Renard Robert, played Renard, by Robert yeah. Kyle. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is a, I, I really liked that movie when I first saw it. Yeah. And it's actually and I, pretty good. It's probably, it's part of the better ones of the peers. The better ones. Yeah. Goldeneye is probably his best one because. Yeah. 
you know, it is what it is. But I do like Tomorrow Never Dies for the plot. It just it half it just falls apart halfway through, man. And I know why because yeah. they were having script problems. The whole movie had problems. Anthony Hopkins was supposed to play the part of um, the bad guy, which went to Jonathan Price. Mm-hmm. The plot of the film revolved around the exchange at the time, the exchange of Hong Kong, uh, England, or uh, Great Britain transferring Hong Kong over to China. Mm-hmm. But someone at the studio was like, "What happens if something goes wrong in real life?" And they were like, what do you mean? Well, if something goes wrong with a transfer, you kind of fuck up your script and it's going to really dated. We're not, we're probably not going to be able to put out this movie. It becomes a, a real political disaster. So they're like, yeah, yeah, good point. So they started changing the script <laughs> to what it is now. Hence why Anthony Hopkins was like, well, that's not the script I signed up for. So he dropped out. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell because that first half of the movie is really good. It's like a James Bond film. In the sense of just the quips and everything. And like there's a great scene where Bond's getting debriefed in the car by M, Judy Dench. And he they suspect that Jonathan Price is up to no good. So um, Judy Dench as M goes to Bond and says, you're, you're supposed to, you're meant to go to this party and uh, find out what um, oh, what's his name? Um in the fucking Jonathan Price's Jonathan Price's character knows about this submarine that went down and goes, apparently you have a past relationship with his wife who was played by Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Right. And he was like, use your relationship. Elliot Carver. Elliot Carver. That's it. Yes. He goes, then find out, use your relationship with Mrs. Carver. And he got bond says, well, that was years ago. She probably doesn't remember. She goes, well, remind her. And then pump her for information. <laughs> and then Money Penny in the front seat is like, you just have to figure out how much pumping you're going to have to do, James. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It is. It's like, yeah. It's that, that, that first scene, man. Uh, even when he's like getting that first opening scene where he's he finds some nuclear missiles and he's taking it out of this like 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 basically this terrorist bazaar they're all selling nuclear missiles and stuff and then like some bureaucrats going to m and he's like what is your man on the ground doing his job damn it and like it's, it's a great opening scene and then somewhere i don't know like it, it falls apart but i like that i like the plot i like the film the idea that this fucking bad guy is going to just put these two countries china and, and england again and put put them to war against each other just for publishing rights so he he knows he has the top story that's basically yeah. what it is he's starting this war so he, it's uh it's like what's this fucking guy's name Rupert publisher Murdoch? citizen kane oh a uh, william, william hurst randolph yeah hurst. yeah yeah he did the same thing with the spanish american war well yes. in a way right so he yeah. put out remember remember mrs graham's class did you pay attention to mrs I, graham's class of course yes <laughs> american How could history you not? yeah he put out the Zimmerman letter. It was a letter from Germany to Mexico or Mexico to Germany. I think it was Mexico to Germany saying, telling, yeah, it was Mexico to Germany. I'm sure maybe someone corrects me, but there was just basically saying like, hey, Germany, if you guys attack the US, we got your back. So he got a yeah. copy of it and put it onto the papers. And that's what motherfuckers were like. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that relationship with Mexico hasn't been the same since. Cold as ice. Cold aside. Cold but anyway, blooded. Bane. 
<laughs> like going back to just yeah. that, that it's funny. Cause I like, I don't, I don't even think I ever saw that movie from beginning to end. Tomorrow but never dies. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah. I have seen all the other uh, Pierce Brosnan ones. Yeah. The, the thing we left out of worlds is not enough. I like, I can't believe we didn't mention it is that fucking Denise Richards plays a nuclear scientist. Yeah. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Jones, Christmas, I think Dr. Christmas Jones. Yeah. And just, and her name is Dr. Christmas Jones. Just yes. so the, um, the end line at the end line is James Bond can go, well, I guess Christmas is going to come early tonight. Or no, he goes, no, no. Cause he goes, they're in bed having sex and goes, Oh, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Oh yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, James. Another line in that that's really actually pretty fucking good. In the beginning, he's sleeping with another girl. He's in Oxford and he's sleeping with a student and money penny calls him. And she goes, James, where are you? And he goes, Oh, money penny. I'm just in Oxford brushing up on a little danish and, he, and the girl goes little and it's nice like it's it's dope yeah. like that's why i said <laughs> you see the first half of the movie is really good and then the second half mm-hmm. it's basically yeah. almost kind of the same joke but it's terrible yeah 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 exactly but uh i remember just world of not enough thoughts i remember what's her name sophie marceau who's mm-hmm. plays electra you know spoiler alert the vin- villain i just remember being like that is the hottest woman I've ever seen. Yeah, she's I mean, beautiful. Uh, and in a movie with Denise Richards, yeah, like who's amazing. But yeah. I was just like, that is like the sexiest woman in the world. Yeah. But um, it's weird. She did like one David Spade movie, and then that was it. Like I never yeah, saw the one her with the dog, right? Yeah, or I guess she was in Braveheart. Lost and was Found was the movie, right? With David Lost Spade. Lost and Found. Yeah, yeah. She was in Braveheart, which is crazy. I don't know if this is blasphemous, but I've never seen Braveheart. Yeah, me neither. Not front to back. Yeah. Anyway. It's just one of those cultural osmosis movies. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the all mooning, the blue paint on the face. Yeah. It's, and also, whatever. I'm not of Scottish background, so I kind of don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel Gibson makes some good movies, though. Apocalypto. Yeah. yeah. Which is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, but that's a, like the thing about Apocalypto is I remember seeing the theater and being like, yo, this is like a movie movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is yeah. like a movie. It's not yeah. like it was completely like. In, in in another language complete subtitles complete like no stars, stars no movie stars no but you watch it and you feel that shit like you yeah you're like it's like a movie i don't yeah. even know how to how else to express it other than like you're like oh that's the motherfucker that killed his son like yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. there's a clear-cut villain and he's a motherfucker yeah and you want to see him get his and he yeah. shows up a couple times and you're invested in the hero. And yeah. then by the end, you're like, that show was dope. That was like, yeah. that was and awesome. Then his wife and the baby are stuck in the little hole. And then it starts raining. So it becomes yeah. like a ticking clock. Yeah. They're gonna... Yeah. So he has to go back. I don't forget the Apocalypto's name. Like, I don't even know. I don't even remember, man. I, it's Tech it's a movie... or something. Yeah. It's a movie that I, that I, uh, I can't imagine I'm ever going to rewatch again. Yeah. But I'd be happy to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, all that to say, going back to World uh, Dark Knight Rises and Bane. Yep. Any thoughts? Dark Knight Rises yeah. and Bane? Yeah, I think uh, the character, I mean, the first time around watching that movie, I, I was kind of like, what is he doing? You know, and because yeah. you, obviously oh. everyone, everyone was um, comparing it to, 
you know, Heath in um, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, how is this dude going to overtake it? But, uh, I mean, he does – Is it, I'm not going to say it's better or worse because it's besides the point. But he definitely – Tom Hardy definitely delivers a iconic character, you know? Because yeah. especially with that voice, the acting and everything, he could have just went so many ways. But yeah, he it's it's an iconic character in in the sense of like even when you do that voice uh, and you and yeah like oh and I, I was like I was joking around about the sauna thing, but that monologue you will oh you think darkness is your I mean I, now I'm now I'm thinking about it too much when I fuck <laughs> yeah. it up but you you think darkness is your ally you know I was born in darkness and all that you know yeah. First, you get to watch Gotham die, to be destroyed, and then you have my permission to die. That's a great line. Then yeah. you have my permission to die. The, yeah. the one thing, and I don't know if people remember this, but like, I think they released the first five minutes. They did, yeah. Ahead of like one of the Mission Impossible movies or something. Yep. Uh, which they did for The Dark Knight as well. I think he's done that for like. A few of his movies, Christopher Nolan, he releases he released like the first five minutes in theaters with like another movie instead of like a trailer or whatever. But specifically for the bat, I remember the Dark Knight. The first five minutes were they put that out in in theaters with some other movie, and then they did the same thing for the Dark Knight Rises, and there were complaints because you couldn't understand Bane's voice. I guess mm-hmm. that was it. It was too hard to hear which has become a thing like with tenant is like his, I know Christopher Nolan, I guess dislikes a certain audio mixing. And, uh, I guess it was too muffled and people couldn't figure out what he was saying. And so they redid it. And when I watch it now, I can totally hear it. Like it sounds so like the takes don't even sound right in the beginning where he's like, he's like, uh, lot of loyalty for iron gun or perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man Mm -hmm. before throwing him out of a plane if i take that off will you die it would be extremely painful (laughs) you're a big guy you guy for you for you like that sounds weird that that delivery is so odd for you like it seems like it It sounds off for you no no i meant for you like yeah and, and it also sounds like the the level is also so above like the the fucking roar of the airplane <laughs> that yeah. it's impossibly perfect. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's a it's a a great it's an interesting notion to do that because I remember I watched some video with Tom Hardy explaining where he came up with the thing, and mm. he said that like the Bane character in the comics is Latin, and he yeah. wanted to play. He's from like, like Argentina pay, or something. Yeah, he's like. Hispanic, like yeah. he's literally Latin American. And he wanted to play pay tribute to that and change the voice to like some like a Latin gypsy or something. Yeah. That he like a gypsy boxer, like a Latin gypsy boxer that he found. He's like, Oh, he sounds like this. And no, yeah. I will I'll fight a man today and eat a sandwich tomorrow. Like yeah. that's what the guy sounded like apparently. But really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, this book yeah, always taking people's yeah, inspired yeah. by other things. What are you gonna say? No, it's a movie I gotta I gotta rewatch soon. I think I put it on the uh, a few weeks ago. Yo, you know a movie I put on the other day, 
Speaking of all the shit, because we were talking about Batman Returns last week. Yeah. Bro, I put on Batman v Superman, Donna Justice. I saw a little bit of that this week, too. Bro, the ultimate cut, the three-hour version. Fuck, man. Where Clark Kent goes to Metropolis, or he goes to Gotham, and he meets some black lady, and he's like, I want to investigate you or something. And she's like, mm-hmm. Honey, child, something like, right? I, I, like some Jamaican I lady. I remember her shit being some some bullshit. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this, bro? This movie <laughs> is so boring." <laughs> like, I like, I was like, "Damn, this movie's boring." Like, I, I mean, even the original cut, I was like, "The problem with this movie is it's no story and all plot." If you watch it, you just go like, "There's no reason to watch it again because it's just plot. Nothing really." Like the characters don't really say anything that dope. Like nobody, nobody really does anything that cool. It's like mm-hmm. all plot. It's just like even the the like the stuff about the kryptonite, getting the kryptonite, and Lex Luthor stole his own kryptonite. I guess like it d- doesn't even make sense, and uh, all this stuff. So it's like it's just plot, 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 and that's why I don't like to rewatch that movie because it's mm-hmm. like there's nothing, there's like nothing interesting about the scenes themselves. Mm-hmm. But you watch, and then I had the extended version. And I'm just watching it, and it's one of these movies that I've said I said before. I like it partially. It's because it's a Batman movie. I just love Batman, mm-hmm. so I have it, of course. And I also go like maybe, maybe if I just watch it enough, I'll like it. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> trying <laughs> you know to give it a I mean? try. Maybe one day. But yeah. I'm telling you, dude, this extended cut is like, dude, who allowed him to put this out? Because it's like. It's so boring. Like everything they cut out was cut out. It was a good cut. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. In in other words, like I've been, I, I've watched like screenwriting videos. I'm certainly not an expert, so I'm not like anybody, else, you know, <clears throat> speak, speak that much about it. But it's like, there's this thing called shoe leather. I just watched this whole video about it. It's like shoe leather. It's basically like if you're watching a movie and you see a lot of like student films or whatever, do this shit where like the character the character gets out of bed brushes his teeth fucking you know eats breakfast and then yeah all the minutia of everything all the minutia of all this like you know of like going to work if like so in other words if the brushing of the teeth and the eating excuse me of the cereal or whatever has nothing to do with the story you got to cut it out right mm-hmm. Because it's like, what, what's the point of this? You're yeah. wasting. Why am I? Why, why am I seeing this visually on the on the screen? Exactly. So there's like a lot. Like there's so much extra stuff in the the opening scene where Superman saves Lois and that Jimmy Olsen guy who's working for the CIA. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's like five to ten more minutes of just like CIA like minutia. It's just like mm. not interesting. It's just like CIA guys going like. Alpha Bravo, we're in there. We're in there. It's like Black Hawk Down. <laughs> like they just shot Black Hawk Down, five minutes of Black Hawk Down, because they were like, all right, that's, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And they just like, and you're watching, you're like, yo, can Superman show the fuck up? Like, what mm-hmm. is this? And then there's like that scene where I forgot his name. I, I almost called him Tom Skerritt. But anyway, the dude in the wheelchair who like hates Superman. Scott. Scoot Moraney. Mer- yeah, Scoot McNary. Yeah, that's Scoot it. Scoot McNary. Dude, the scene where he climbs up Superman's statue to do graffiti is somehow oh, yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's longer. They should like they spend like five minutes showing him climb up the thing. You're like, 
I don't give a fuck, man. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Just, mm. just like fucking spray paint it or like pay somebody to spray paint it for you. Like, yeah, but yeah, throw some eggs, movie. motherfucker. <laughs> Get it over with, <laughs> dude. This movie was so. This movie is longer than my explanation of how long, how much I hate this shit. I don't remember the scene. Remember, when, so Clark goes to Metropolis and he talks to that black chick, right? What was yeah, the scene about? Was, that wasn't in the movie. It was just about like I know it wasn't in the movie because I've seen the extended. Oh, it wasn't the I've seen the, the deleted actual. scenes, right? At I'm one point, rem- but I, I, I forget there- what that scene was about. He goes to Metropolis to like, or sorry, he goes to he Gotham. Learns, he's trying to like, like learn more about Batman. Yeah, and there's like an old black man who's like, oh, you know, he he likes to kill people. I don't know. It's <laughs> he likes to. Kill they basically people. are just like, yeah, he's like satan himself basically Mm -hmm. and they like they they basically call out the point of like you know if batman brands you if he puts the batman mark on you you get like killed in prison Mm -hmm. also like why like Mm -hmm. like like unless like batman only does it to pedophiles like that yeah like you know what i mean yeah like anyway yeah it was weird that scene i remember that was like the point where i was like turning it off I remember seeing it, but I don't remember exactly what they were talking about. That was just, it was basic, but again, it's like not even important. It's like not even interesting stuff. It's just Clark Kent, like finding out more about Batman, even mm-hmm. though he's kind of already made up his mind about it, which is weird yeah. though, because how he, how would he have not have known about Batman? Because Batman has been like Batman for like 20 years at this point. And like, mm-hmm. wouldn't he have like, he's a journalist. Wouldn't he yeah. have heard about that? Like, wouldn't it, you know, I don't know. It's weird that he knows so little about Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I know? Yeah. It's funny enough because I saw Man of Steel this week as well. Yeah. Um, because I think I told you I was listening to a bunch of Kevin Smith's um, interviews. Yeah. So I went out and bought Man of Steel and Superman the movie, the Christopher Reeves, because I wanted to compare. I haven't seen Superman yet this week, but I saw Man of Steel. And I couldn't even – I really couldn't get through it. I forgot so it's much hard. about them. Yeah, I forgot so much about that movie, and I thought I liked it so much more <laughs> the first time I watched it. But then I watch it now, and I'm like, I don't know. It just it it doesn't really hold up really well. And no. yeah, it's a it's an origin story, and I understand what they were trying to do with it by bringing it to the real world in the whole sense of okay, everyone knows, like Zod comes down and goes, you know. People of Earth. I will find him. I mean that, but people of Earth, yeah. there is a, a Krypton among you, and and you need to give him up, or we'll attack the planet, or whatever. So it's they're taking the the I guess the point of view, or they're going the route of like, what if a, an alien really occupied Actually, Earth? Actually, yeah. How would the world react to it in real in a right. real life situation? <clears throat> like the government's going to get involved, military leaders are going to be pissed off yada yada and and that but yeah i just i don't know it just it really didn't do much for me and i didn't really like the editing as well because it goes back and forth like superman doing his journey you know like when he's just in alaska working at bars and stuff and yeah working on fishing boats and then it goes forward it like flashes forward to him now and then flashes back to when he was a kid when he's just getting his, or like he's discovering his powers, and then it, and then it goes back to John Kent. Is it John? Paul Kent. Paul Kent. Paul Kent. When you know Kevin Costner 
um, when he's like, don't use your powers, Clark, because, you know, like, I'm scared for you. And it's like, it's, I don't yeah. know. It's a bit of a mess that film is. The only thing. Yeah. <clears throat> what do Some I. Good visuals. Yeah, good visuals. What did I care for? I like Henry Cavill as, as Superman. Yeah. You know what the, the my favorite scene is? the um, And there was a thing in the trailer that made me go, oh, this movie's going to be dope. Superman mm. be in handcuffs being walked down. Um, that whatever, little in interrogation inter- room, yeah. And the interrogation room scene with Lois and, and Superman is good. Yeah. They have good chemistry in that one scene. Yeah. But everything but else it's, is it's, like, To, to it's add boring. to that, it is good when he does break it, the handcuffs. Yeah. Because he doesn't even break it like, like aggressively, no, he, he just, just like snaps them like he so breaks, easy. He, like, yeah, it's actually it's a it's it's a great moment because he just does it without. It's almost like he doesn't even think about. He's like, all right, guys, like I don't have time for yeah. this. Like I I've been like being nice at, up until now, but I don't really yeah. have time anymore for this shit. Yeah, so yeah. let me, which is dope. Yeah, but like more moments like that would be amazing. There's it, there's yeah. something interesting about like there's like. There's actually a good Superman movie somewhere in between Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Like mm-hmm. all the scenes of like, you know, fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about the, you know, existential implications of Superman or whatever. That like makes sense within that idea of like, what if an alien actually came and he had powers and all this shit? Mm-hmm. Like what if Superman was real and what would it look like? Mm-hmm. So there's that. But like Man of Steel doesn't, doesn't like hit any of that stuff and it also doesn't have any like like there's just no like lightness or levity and i understand yeah. that we we're coming off a point of like dark night and it was like all supposed to be like so like brooding because that's what sold a billion dollars but like superman is just not that and it was like there's one scene to me that was always missing was which kevin costner is so perfect for is i would have had teenage clark kent in bed sleeping and it's like and and he's just he's sleeping on there and then fucking kevin costner's pocket opens his windows and he goes all right get up got chores and like slaps his butt like get up boy and like <laughs> and just fucking we got chores and he's like we got to do this we got to do this we got to do this. he's a farmer he's like yeah. it's 5 a.m get your ass up we gotta do this 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 and he like almost like he's barely out of the room clark just goes <laughs> And he's like, it's all done. And it's, it goes back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, just put that one scene in there. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin Costner yeah. would be so believable as like, as like, so bitch, like, we'll yeah. get up anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, there's just no moments of like, like I don't know, there was like a yeah, that was just no like moments a of levity, period. and then also the thing back to the brooding thing. Superman's not Batman in the sense of he's he's supposed to be inspirational hope. Like I think we've talked about it in other conversations. It would have been great for a scene where he's actually like helping people, like saving yeah. people, and doing it. I think that's more what Batman v Superman, right? Where he's like helping those people yeah. in Apocalypto. <laughs> Speaking about Apocalypto. <laughs> yeah. I know when there's a he flood there. in Apocalypto land or something. He goes helps those people. And there's but, like tons of Jesus imagery. Yeah. In Man of Steel. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, that's in right. Batman v Superman too, where he's like, yeah. 
he's coming down and the lights behind him and it's all yeah. angelic and you're like yeah. okay and Zach, those people are it. like yeah the aztecs are like oh you know <laughs> the aztecs. aren't they aren't they aztecs i mean i, I don't know i don't, I don't remember just like i haven't seen that movie in a while. i don't know they had houses <laughs> Aztec had houses too, I'm sure. All right. They weren't living in the fucking jungles yeah. and floating around, you know, just swinging from trees, and man. They got places to live too. But then they got that one like country ass woman with the S sign holding it yeah. up and like there's a flood. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, the yeah. point I'm making, it would have been awesome to see more of that, like him actually doing stuff, like helping yeah. people, you know, yeah. like because that's essentially what Superman's about. Like, and even he says, like, well, they all they hold it, and it's and you're right. They it's a it's in, it's an in between movie because he only gets the job at the Daily Planet, yeah, at, at the, the very end. end, you know. But you know, it's just like he wasn't helping people, and even in small things, he can he can he can do the thing where he helps a, a, a cat out of a, a tree or something. I don't yeah. know. Like he needs to be well, that. Not dude. only was he not helping people, he was like doing massive amounts of 9-11 destruction that movie is so much 9-11 porn like it's it's not 11 porn yeah it's like it it, dude it's like it's crazy yeah i just and i also thought like the the whole even the origin story just takes up so much time so much Mm. like runtime and the fight the fight in smallville is like this is excessively long for mm-hmm. a movie that doesn't need it right now. For a mm-hmm. movie that's about to go into a another fight in five minutes in mm-hmm. Krypton, does or not in need Metropolis. this fight. Sorry, Metropolis does not need this shit. Yeah, it's just a. I just remember leaving that theater. I actually remember leaving the theater, going like I liked it more than I thought I would because of the reviews that came out, and I saw mm-hmm. it like I think I saw it first weekend. But I remember I loved the ending when he's like, you know, he's just he gets to the daily planet but it's also like a very christopher nolan ending mm-hmm. in that like you know everything leads up to that point and then hits the high note of yeah welcome to the planet clark kent <clears throat> yeah and then superman man of steel and you're like yeah. oh sick the next one's gonna be tight yeah it wasn't <laughs> ron howard voice it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man i'm i gonna i'm probably gonna finish it but i also am just like man movies like i feel like i was 40 minutes i was like 40 minutes in and they hadn't even like i hadn't even gotten to like a real like bruce one like they hadn't even met yet yeah it's like fuck me the most atrocious thing about that movie i remember watching the first time is when is it wonder woman or is it batman that gets the oh it's batman bruce wayne he gets the files for the next Warner Brothers property movies are coming out (laughs) and they have logos so stupid yeah they have the photoshop like like (laughs) <laughs> this is a Wonder Woman folder. Let me click here. Interesting. And then this is a folder of Aquaman. Let me check out this preview. I've made a logo for him in my personal archives. Lex Luthor, I guess. And then the Flash, too. And then the Flash, the dream sequence where he he sees Oh, dude. The Nightmare I remember that. I remember watching Am I too soon? I remember watching that in the theater, and I remember this fucking little shit brat kid that was talking throughout the fucking movie the whole time. Mom, that's Superman. Mom, that. And then that scene comes up, and he, oh, oh, Clark, uh, Bruce, too soon. Am I too soon? And it ended, and I remember the kid goes, "This movie's really confusing." <laughs> 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 
And even me, because I was like, yo, what was that? I didn't understand what any of that was. Well, it was like now. Well, the thing is, like, now you have to like all these Zack Snyder heads. You have to like go into like Zack Snyder interviews and figure out what he was going to do. And like the whole thing was like. So have you seen The Flash? Yeah. So did it even pay off in The Flash? No, that that wasn't in The Flash. It was the whole thing was supposed to be that like the whole thing. I. Zack Snyder had an idea that like uh, he was going to do Justice League one and two, but then Batman versus Superman was not as successful as they imagined. Mm-hmm. And like, cause I remember they announced Justice League one parts one and two, and then it just became Justice League. Mm-hmm. So like he was supposed to do something where like Superman gets dark side basically takes over earth at the end of Justice League one and mm-hmm. takes over Superman. Like Superman starts working for Darkseid. And then that scene mm, actually happens. Hence the dream later. sequence. Hence the dream sequence with the Flash yeah. in the future going to warn him. Oh, Darkseid kills Lois Lane. That was the thing. Yeah. And then Superman becomes evil. Like something in the, yeah, because of the anti-life equation. That's something in DC Comics I've never understood. And people, like I've tried to read explanations, but I just don't understand what it means. But... Anyway, it's it's all too comic-y. Um, but uh, yeah, so there was like, that was supposed to be, that was supposed to pay off in like Justice League 2, but they never got that far. It's like, you know. Hmm. It's like when one of the, when those movies go to be continued and they mm-hmm. never come up with a sequel. Yeah. It's like, don't call your shot like that. Yeah, come on, Warner Brothers. Just make a movie, man. Just make a movie. But yeah, that was like a, those are two very frustrating movies to watch because hmm. they're like, I remember watching the trailer for Batman V Superman and the trailer for man of steel. And I thought the same thing, man of steel trailer is a dope. One of the dopest trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. But I remember watching the trailer and then watching the movie and going, everything that was awesome was in that trailer. Yeah. And like the thing about the, those two trailers is they, the things they, a trailer is designed to like, promise shit to you You're like oh this is in the movie and and we'll expound on that too mm. but like everything in those two trailers like this is in the movie and that's all there is of it in there yeah like it's <laughs> like this is the most of this cool shit you're gonna see yeah <clears throat> and it's like it doesn't get any cooler than that and yeah, of course that we man of steel was was a good trailer yeah and we what haven't you even mentioned no i haven't even mentioned fucking jesse eisenberg is lex luther oh yeah which I think is like the most annoying casting choices ever because it, dude, this movie came out in 2015 in 2015, right? Like, yeah, I get it. The social network and like, Oh, fucking Mark Zuckerberg's who would be like the new evil billionaire would be fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Wouldn't it? Like, how about in the comics, Lex Luthor becomes the president, mm. a real estate guy becomes the fucking president. Uh, like a belligerent xenophobic real estate guy becomes the president you're in 2015 a year later you would have been ahead of the fucking curve if you yeah. just made like ed harris as lex luther but be the fucking comics lex luther yeah, like yeah. you would have been ahead you've been a year ahead yeah no oh, dude i saw the social network once <laughs> let <me tell> you. <laughs> this guy's really good <laughs> i mean i didn't see the whole thing <laughs> but <laughs> i got the chance i was like it infuriates me ed harris would have been my choice but 
whatever. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Excellent. He's fucking excellent. But yeah, yeah. well, you know what? They fucked up. They fucked up. They fucked up. <laughs> They're gonna kill her. Man. They're gonna kill that poor woman. <laughs> Listen, man, dude, they're not going to kill shit. They're not going to do oh, shit. Oh, you're so sure. Fucking well, amateurs. <laughs> they kidnap. She kidnapped herself. I thought she said she kidnapped herself. <laughs> Amazing movie. That's a movie milestone that we have to. Yeah. We really yeah. do have to do. Yeah. But we're 40 minutes in and we haven't even, I haven't even asked you, what'd you see this week? Well, I did mention Man of Steel. I did see that. Oh, yes. Of course. Uh, I saw that. And then, oh, I went to the movies. I told you I saw Dream Scenario, the new Nicolas Cage oh, film. Oh, I saw that too. Yes. That's, yeah. I was like, I was looking forward to that because there's finally something we've both seen at the same time. What'd yes. you think? I wasn't really that <laughs> impressed, to be honest with yeah. you. I'm going to be real, real with you. I wasn't impressed. I thought it was, I wrote a review for it. I thought it was an awesome concept and I thought it was going somewhere. Half, it's particularly, we're going to do spoilers, everyone. So sure. half, particularly like halfway through the film when the film, the tone of the film changes and then it ended and I was like, what the fuck was that about? Like it was, it just yeah. was unsatisfying hmm. to set it up. I, I went to, there's a theater here in town, the Lido cinema and they have a rooftop cinema, which is, I thought was an awesome idea. So basically it's on the, literally on a rooftop and they just took a projector. Yeah. They build a screen and you just watch it outside. So on a sunny day or a nice evening it's just like a cool venue to watch it and then what happens is that everyone sits on these like beach chairs yeah you kind of just choose your chair and then everyone has individual headphones and you just turn it on and you get to hear listen to the film that way you know so it's not like an yeah. audio audio systems um set up for everyone but listen i thought it was a great concept if anyone doesn't know basically it's nicholas cage and he plays this like really nebbish is that a way wait, wait, he's basically this real nebbish, nebbish nerd yeah. Un yeah. say again nebbish is correct yeah um professor who was trying to get a book written or published and he just can't he's married with two kids and he's just a dork anyway eventually they don't explain it but he just sh starts showing up in people's dreams and slowly but surely like he'll go to a restaurant and the maitre d is like do i know you and he's like no uh yeah you sure i'm pretty sure i've seen you around and then it becomes apparent he just starts showing up in people's dreams what yeah. he starts doing is nothing he's just passively in these people's dreams just showing up yeah for some reason for some reason and it's never explained in the film yeah which i love i love movies yeah like that. which is fine i didn't mind it and then what happens is that he becomes somewhat of a celebrity because yeah. he, he shows up in like almost everyone's dreams so then I don't know if like brands or these think tanks start reaching out to him to capitalize on his newfound celebrity, which he does like. He's he's really enjoying it and he's trying to get his book published in that fashion. But these brand these I guess it's a marketing agency um, don't really care about about uh, the book itself. They're like the book itself. It's about it? his yeah. just capitalizing celebrity. on his fame. Yeah. 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 So even to the point there was like we can see you with Sprite. As the face of Sprite, and he's like, I don't, I don't even yeah. like drink Sprite. Drink Sprite. <laughs> yeah. Which that scene was funny because, and then Michael Sarah is the guy working at the marketing yeah. agency, but and like Nicholas K goes, "What about the book?" He goes, "What book? What book? I haven't read a book." And he goes, "No, the yeah. book I'm trying to publish." Oh yeah, <laughs> like that was great. That was a great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then what happens is there's a 
I, and you, I want to get your impression on it. There's a, uh, there's a scenario what happens is which it's a very embarrassing situation for Nicolas Cage's character, which I thought had the best joke yeah. in the film. And I still like, I'll now it's like a new joke that I use when he, so there's like an intern at the marketing agency. She's like, she says, you know, in my dreams, we have a sex dream. So he's like, what? So he, she's like, I want you to like, let's reenact it. Yeah. So, and it's kind of super awkward (laughs) setup, but, and he feels super awkward because he's just not that type of dude. Also, he's married. (laughs) I just remembered what happened. I was like, yeah, what did happen? (laughs) So uh, he starts making out with her and he gets, she starts unbuttoning his pants (laughs) and he gets so nervous that he just lets, (laughs) and she's like, and I love his reaction he goes well it's, it's healthy <laughs> that is the best fart joke i've seen all year well yes in a that's couple an years. amazing fart joke yeah, yeah. he goes oh well it, it's healthy <laughs> and so he leaves embarrassed and then after that point everyone starts continuing to have him in his dreams but the dreams become violent so now he's just like killing people he's beating in the dreams he's beating people with a hammer he's choking people out he's like hacking people off and that part was awesome too in the sense of those dreams like the one dream where he's like beating somebody with a mallet or something because it turns like increasingly violent like the tone of the movie just changes into like horror film yeah level and then because he's a lot more violent in the dreams people are afraid of him in real life and don't want him around. Now he's a social pariah. He's not invited yeah. to anywhere. He loses his job at the uh, at the university. Yeah. There are like, what is it called? Um, therapy groups sessions. Like, therapy groups. Yeah. Like, yes, around him. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And people are like, you know, vandalizing his car. And these people don't want to be around him and stuff. And then to the point, and there's another great joke. They were like, cause he loses all his sponsorships. And then Michael Sierra at the marketing agency was like, well, listen, we can, we can put you with some like far right companies. We can get you on Joe Rogan, which I thought it was a funny joke. It's amazing. And then he just becomes like a social pariah. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't understand this joke. And he was like, you're really big in France. <laughs> which i was like well, it's like okay. a woody allen thing like <laughs> is it okay yeah and then basically because of his notorious reputation as being violent in the dreams they some company comes up with this thing that is like a wristwatch yeah that you wear Where that only gives you nice dreams yeah right it's like a fitbit you wear it and it only gives you nice dreams it was and weird. It was you, like I was trying to remember. It was like wasn't it like a thing where they like, and then you could like go into other people's dreams because I maybe I missed that part of like only dreams. There was a dreams. part of it toward the end. It's like anything. Like it was a new technology, and it was teaching people how to hack it. Yeah. But in, initially, the wristwatch or the Fitbit wearable is dream wearable. It only gives you nice dreams, but you get commercials through it. So there's influencers trying to sell you shit and stuff. Um, and then later on, yeah, um, Nicolas Cage is looking up at YouTube videos on how to like hack the system because you can apparently go through, go into people's dreams. Yeah. And towards the end, I mean, he divorces from his wife. He's a social pariah. He's like living in a shit hole apartment. And like the end scene is just like him just, you know, I miss my wife. Like he's, yeah. he's having a dream, I guess, where he, he was still wife. with his wife. Right. 
Yeah, and then he and then it just away. ends. And I was just like, kind of, I was like, all right, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So, the ending, I was just like, okay, all right, I got it. That was not not even I got it. I was just like, oh, like it seemed like an ending that was like trying to be more, you know, artful. heartwarming, hopeful. But yeah, hopeful or artful than like it yeah. even deserved to be, or like yeah. Because he more does than, float away too in the dream or something, right? But even more than like, like logical or makes sense to the story at all. It's yeah, just kind of like, all right, let's just end on something that feels <laughs> yeah. right, emotionally yeah. correct. And I was like, ah, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't get it. What'd you I think? Didn't do it. I thought, I thought it was interesting. I, 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 I don't know if like all of the. I think it gets bogged down a little bit in like the whole cancel culture thing yeah to some degree like there's something there is just something very interesting about like getting into everybody's dream like being a figure in everyone's dreams and like Mm -hmm. the idea that like somebody you know like when he's at home and then somebody breaks into his house oh yeah yeah yeah, like that's fucking crazy like yeah that's like that's scary shit and like interesting but yeah you know it's a weird it's one of those weird movies. It's like very Charlie Kaufman, but it's, it's more, you know, I, the thing, I guess I was like, I guess I was hoping it was more concerned with more things than just like celebrity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I guess I was like hoping like, it's an interesting idea. Like, what is that? What does all that mean? But to just like go through the lens of like how it affects this guy in a celebrity thing and like the satire of, you know, being famous is kind of like, Oh, that's a little, I don't know if myopic is the right word, but just like a little bit limited, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, Oh, this, this seems like a very interesting like subject to, Mm -hmm. to just like keep it in the lane of that just goes like, Oh, all right. Well, you know, there's, I thought there was probably some more interesting stuff to be explored. Yeah. 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 And I and it's, and that's fine. It's just I just felt like I had no direction really towards like that third act because my suspicion yeah. was, okay, so don't doesn't explain why he's in people's dreams. I don't really care about that. It's not a big deal. But my suspicion yeah. was watching it was okay because he's such a passive person in his personality. That's why he's passive in people's dreams, right? Because mm, people were right. saying you don't really do anything. You're just kind of there. And yeah. then after that situation with that young lady that he embarrasses himself with. The dreams yeah. get violent. So I was like, oh, so the dreams or his behavior and the dreams are a reflection of his in, his internal emotions because he was so embarrassed yeah. and he's so upset with himself that now right. he's taking it out and lashing out in these dreams. So then my, yeah. I thought like, oh, okay, in the third act, he's going to figure it out and he's going to start being like nice to people. Yeah, compassionate. Thus, like being cool in people's dreams and being like more hopeful and – I don't know, giving people flowers and dreams, you know what I mean? Like just right, yeah. like doing good stuff. And he right. would learn that in the, in the process, he would become a better person himself. Right. That's where I thought this film was going, but it really doesn't. Yeah. And then when it comes to that, almost a commercial of these like young Gen Z, uh, Gen Z people with like, you know, I'm an influencer. And the thing about the dreams is like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, okay, I get it. But I was like, where are we going with this after a while? Right, yeah. yeah. And it's like, after okay. After a while, it's, it starts to meander. Yeah. And then he still is like fucked over, which I didn't really care for because I was like, hey, well, he didn't really do anything bad. Like, what did he do to deserve all that? Right? Yeah. 
Well, I so. think that was like to me that was kind of the point of like of like but that's that's a weird it's a weird thing. It's like a guy who gets thrust the celebrity gets thrust on him mm-hmm. and then and then people are like he's violent in my dreams, so therefore he is a bad person. Right. I mean, I I understand what it's making fun of, the perception of it. Yeah, the perception I understand of that. It. I perceive him. He's violently my dream, so I perceive him to be a bad person. So fuck him. Right. We're gonna cancel him and all yeah. this stuff. And like, it's not who he is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also like, I mean, in that way, in the in the sense that like this is he's not actually doing it, and it's in your dream, and mm-hmm. this whatever that is does not represent that guy. And then for the people to be like, I was a victim of that. Yeah. It's like you know, whoever the writer is sort of like making fun of that. I don't know what you call it. Like softness of people, I guess, or Mm -hmm. like the, the the victimhood, the victimhood thing of people, which you go like, okay, fine. But yeah, it's, it's all that. Yeah. It's an interesting movie. I just don't know if it like, I think it was like an interesting idea that they just net. Like, I don't know if they fully, got a handle on the the entire time i think they had Mm. a lot to say and then i think towards the end that just got away from them Mm. and they didn't even know exactly what they wanted to say at the end of it right yeah that's how i felt so because what does it say really yeah like like like, that's what i mean at the end i was like okay what was the point of that like i I was with you the first two acts and then it was like all right so He's fucked over. He's living in France for some reason, and he's yeah. writing a book. And he 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 finally wrote the book. Well, not he didn't write his book. Well, he did write his book, but they kind of spinned it to a way yeah. where it's like even when he goes, what he, they wrote in it was in French, and he goes, "What's the title mean?" And he goes, "The Man of My Nightmares" or something. So it's his book, yeah. but like he still perceived as is like Freddy Krueger kind of cat. Yeah. And for what? Yeah, for again, what? I don't, do I don't know. I don't like, get it. And it's also the thing of like, what, so what are we supposed to take away from it? Like don't cancel people, but it's like, but he's a bad example. Cause he didn't actually do anything. Right. Like that's not like, it's not, it's not Harvey Weinstein. It's not the same. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing. Yeah. I guess it's like people getting canceled for frivolous stuff, but like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, it's just, it's just weird. It's, yeah. it's a little muddy. Yeah. But Nick Cage was good. Nick Cage is excellent, man. He's been as good as he's ever been, man. I'm glad he's feels like the movies he's taking now. It seems like he's out of tax trouble. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you think seems so? To be doing so- I probably, I mean, it feels yeah. like, like I want to watch Renfield. I got it over here. I want to watch that. I heard that's good. I heard he's good mm. in it. And I've heard it's a fun movie. And then he did that one with the unbearable weight of massive talent. Like, yeah. Starting to do like stuff that's like, People are like a fucking Nick Cage, man. Like, yeah. why not? I mean, it's just funny. It's a funny career trajectory because he started off kind of like indie films, right? With Martin Scorsese yeah. and After Hours. Well, that's not indie, but like no, auteur. Bringing Out the Dead is with. Oh, yeah. With the ambulance. And then he was. Well, in, I mean, even earlier than that, he started off in like Peggy. Raising Arizona. Huh? Arizona. Raising Arizona. Indie, yeah. Not indie movie, but like. Who's that? Zemeckis? No, that's the Coens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah the Coen brothers and then raising Arizona and then into the nineties. I don't know. I don't know his career that well, but, but then he I became mean, he, like a action guy. The blockbuster he became guy. Like, well, he became a leading man because he won an Oscar leaving Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. 
and then he did like Con Air and Face Off, The Rock, and The Rock, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He was and he was that dude. Like he and was he that action like a, guy, an action star, which is crazy. And then, yeah, and then something happened. I guess this just spending money and stuff. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? He bought a castle, dude. He bought a castle. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, did he also? He got like a tomb for himself, a mausoleum somewhere. Sure, in, in, a, I've heard that. He got guy. a tomb for himself in New Orleans. It was like this is what I want to be buried in, and like, yeah. Motherfuckers like yo, oh, but remember, speaking about Superman, he was gonna be, he was know? gonna be Superman, and so yeah. much so that they fucking put him in the Flash, like, yeah, he 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 was in the costume, yeah, he's been outspoken about that too, because he's like they didn't, he's like they just used my face, they like AI'd my face, and I didn't even like ask my permission, they didn't tell me what they were gonna do with it. Mm. Anyway, but like yeah, and then he, in the two thousands, he does like the Family Man, and he does like some Oscar baby type he does like some of his most interesting work like adaptation yeah but uh, also he was in national movies. treasure those are big movies national treasure is huge movies huge yeah. movies yeah and then national treasure was like he was 2000s jerry brockhammer's dude yeah and then gone in 60 seconds gone in 60 seconds was a big one yeah and that well that was 2000 ghost rider Ghost Rider, Ghost R- dude, fuck anybody who says otherwise. Ghost Rider was the number one movie that weekend. <laughs> fuck off. Don't even talk to me. Every the theater I saw Ghost Rider in was packed. So shut yeah. up. Same with Daredevil. Like I don't want to hear anybody talk about it was a bomb. Everybody saw Daredevil opening night. Shut up. Yeah, and you just yeah. saw what? Start spending money and just went to other kind of money. I think the twenty tens films. Were, yeah, the twenty tens were when it started going down because mm. and then he did ghost rider 2 <clears throat> and uh yeah and then it started getting like like literally direct to dvd like straight mm-hmm. to dvd movies mm-hmm. and now he's like just maybe just getting out of it i'm not even yeah. sure yeah it's a, a renaissance now like you you know yeah. like he's gonna be good and the movie might be a little wacky but he's yeah he's always getting good reviews for his performances yeah so yeah, interesting career. All that, and he didn't need his fucking uncle to help him out. He said, "Fuck that." <laughs> he didn't need that wine money. Yeah, that wine money. Speaking of which, his uncle has a movie coming out that's been he's been trying to make for twenty years or so. I really? Don't what is about it? it? It's called Megalopolis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about it's, this. It's starring Adam Driver now, but I remember reading about that when I was like eighteen or something, and mm. uh, he basically was like, "Oh, this is my." masterpiece he's like i remember back then he was like it's a movie about a good man who becomes evil and an evil man who becomes good and i was like oh that's mm. interesting whatever it's about a city and all this stuff and then 9-11 happened he was like oh now that 9-11 happened i have to rework it and like change it it's like i have a whole new idea and like you know that was over 20 years ago and like he just made it like he just mm. finished shooting it with adam driver like adam driver was not anybody when mm. he came up with the shit so, yeah, I mean, so I'm interested to see that. But Francis Ford Coppola is Nicolas Cage's uncle. Yeah. His cousin's Anything got a movie coming out, too. His cousin's Sophia? Sophia. Yeah. Pres- Priscilla. Uh, Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I got it on my list. I got to watch it, though. I think it's out on VOD and stuff. Mm, maybe. I, I do want to see it. A poster. I heard it was good. I heard it was yeah. really good. His whole family can doing it. He's just I like, know, fuck it. Man. I don't need your help. I want to see that movie and there's uh, the dude who plays Elvis in this one is Jacob Alordi. And mm-hmm. last night I watched a movie 
with Jacob mm. Lordy was the star of it. And this movie, I don't know if you've seen this. I feel like you probably wouldn't have, but it doesn't seem like your your thing. It's called Saltburn. No, but I've been everyone's been talking about it. Like I, I, I was I was somebody would mention it. I was like they say movies, movies, or something. They're like I'm like, what are you watching? And like Saltburn, and I was like, I've heard that, but I don't know what it is about. Yeah. It's on Prime. Yeah. Yeah, it's from the direct writer director of Promising Young Woman. Did you see that movie? Oh, I like that movie. You like that movie? Yeah. I don't know if you like this. I it might be up your I I don't know. It might be up your alley because it. What is it, has it about? Like a, Tell me. Well, it has like a Cruel Intentions kind of vibe a little bit to mm-hmm. some degree. Like it has, it's like a talented Mr. Ripley thing, which I don't know how you feel about that movie. I don't even know if I've seen that movie, all of it. Oh, you know what? I have seen a trailer for it because. What's it? Roseman Pike's in it, right? Yes. She's Oh, excellent. I have seen a trailer. I know what's excellent. About. Yeah. She's amazing in it. I didn't I yeah. didn't care for the movie, honestly, but like yeah. she's amazing. It's about this and these two kids are like go to preparatory school or something. He's like, Why don't no. you come over for Christmas or something? And the whole family's exactly. like kind of like waspy they're or some super shit. Super it's not even waspy. It's like just British, like they're not royalty, but they're just fucking upper crust, super rich people. Right. So I have seen a trailer for it, yep. So yeah, Barry Keoghan plays like the nerdy kid at school and then he becomes friends with like the, you know, the handsome rich kid. And it's just like, it's like that. It's like cruel intention rules of attraction vibe of like sex and money and like Mm. all young preparatory kid people. And it's just like, there's just some of the most fucking weird fucked up sexual stuff going on in that movie. Mm. I mean, I'm overselling it because it's not that bad, that fucked up. People like, shitting not, on each other in golden showers. No, or no, something? exactly. It's not yeah, exactly. It's not bad. It's not that bad. It's just like fucking like, what the fuck? Do you want me to tell you? Like, could I tell me? Yeah, tell me. I'm all, all watching. Right, so, but so basically it's about this kid, Barry Keoghan of, you know, Banshees of Inishiran and uh fuck it. Joker. Joker fame. And, yeah. New Joker. Anyway, so he he shows up at the school. He's he's at Oxford, not just his school, but he's uh, at Oxford and he's like you know a regular kid kind of. He's not like the super rich kid. He's very like emotionally like he's just like a nerd. He like doesn't know how to like socialize with people or whatever. And he ends up becoming friends with like he does a favor for like one of the like richest like you know best looking guys in school and most popular kids in school and yeah exactly what you said and like they become friends he's like guys guys this kid's cool this kid's cool like trust me and then like he starts becoming cool it's almost like jawbreaker in a weird way Mm. so so then he becomes cool and then he's like hey man like you know school's over for the year why don't you come summer with me at my estate called saltburn and then meet my family. Oh, I don't want to do that to be in a position. No, please come. My, my, they're rich. They're super rich. Who cares? So he goes over there and then he just starts like sort of ingratiating himself in their, their place. And then like, as now that you're there, like all of a sudden he starts getting like mad weird. Like he's like, it's very clear that he's like at least somewhat sexually interested in this dude that this popular kid mm. to the point where, and you might have heard about this because this is one of the scenes everybody's talking about to the point no. where this, the popular kid is in the bathtub one night and he's like 
jerking off and the one dude's watching him and he mm-hmm. jerks off and he gets out of the bathtub. He's like, all right, have a good night, man. And not that he just like, he knew that he watched him or anything, but he's just whatever. Mm. He's like, all right, Hey, good night. He goes away. And the dude just like drinks the bath water with the cum. Mm. In it. Mm. And like, <laughs> like, you're just like, all right. Okay. And then I don't know. I don't know how much more you want to spoil. Cause so it's a family film, huh? It's a family film. Yeah, it certainly is. No, I'll, and then I'll, he, I'll, don't spoil it. I'll, I'll check it out because yeah. of this fucking man. And this is What's not like on? a crazy. And then he like starts having sex with the dude's sister, but he like, he, I, I don't remember. He, he either fucks her or fingers her or eats her out, but she's mm. like on her period. Mm. He's doing it. And it's just like, Bro, I was like, I just texted somebody. I was like, it was like they were trying to be the most shockingest movie yeah. <laughs> ever. But just a lot happens. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I feel like I I it's one of those movies where I'm like, I think people should watch it, but I didn't really like it. Yeah, like it's definitely like it's definitely worth examination, but I don't know if it was like. And I'm also like trying to figure out like, like now that I've seen the whole thing, I was like, what was that about? Like. Mm what was that movie trying to even say? Like it would dream scenario where like they were going for something. This one, I'm like, what were they going? What was even the point of that? Like, what was even like, what? I don't know. Uh, so don't waste water. Like- <laughs> 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 we got a water shortage, baby. <laughs> don't waste that water. Drink it too. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I watched. Mm. Uh, I forgot. Thank you for reminding me that I saw Dream Scenario. Yeah, no problem. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw it. that too. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna. Why I want to see poor things. I want to see this very badly. And the Iron Claw. Yeah, but I want to see that. I heard that was dope. Wrestling shit. Yeah, I'm, I heard it was pretty good. I heard Zach, Young Zachary from Young Zach High School Musical. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing we gotta do. You gotta be on a Disney Channel when you're a kid, bro. You will be so ready for any aspect of show business you want to be in. Because this motherfucker Gosling just knows how to dance, sing, everything, act. Yeah, they just put you in boot camp. Yeah, Timberlake, Miley, Miley, Brittany, Christina, (laughs) fucking who else? What's the other one? Hannah. I don't know. Hannah Montana. We already said Was it? Well, it's Miley Cyrus. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Adriana Grande? Probably. Or Selena. Selena. Gomez. Vanessa. Hudgens. Vanessa. Yeah. Hudgens. Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens is like the last thing I saw her and she's on like some 2B show with like where she's like a witch. She's like, me and my friend are actual witches, and we go around, like, fucking doing witch shit. Like, casting spell? Like, Hocus Pocus like, witches? Like or, Wiccans. Or, like, no, Wiccans. No, no, they're not. They're, like, Wiccans, and they're, like, you know. It's weird. It's, like, one of those fucking, like, it's funny because it's, like, a, it's a witch. They're, like, witches, but it's also, like, a ghost hunter fucking show, like, kind of. So, it's, like, Charmed. Like, no, this is Remember not charmed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is not a show. This is not a fictional show. This is a reality show she's on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, like, no, she's like, she, it's, and you'd imagine it's like, it's 
her and her friend who are Wiccan or witches talking to other witches. And you're like, all right, these are the two most boring people on the planet. And, and then they go to like haunted places like with witchcraft and like nothing happens, but they're in fucking green, you know, what are those things called? Like night cameras, night vision cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Night vision like, cameras. Did you hear that? Oh yeah. my God, this, we gotta go. This is spooky. <laughs> and yeah, that's it becomes it. MTV's like, <laughs> fear. Exactly. Remember that show? Fucking great callback of a show. Yeah. <laughs> like people. If anyone ever about- seen that, if you want to waste 30 minutes of your time, how long that show lasted, just seeing people run around in night vision gear, thinking they saw something. <laughs> See, Did you absolutely. hear that? Did you hear that? Dude, I'm fucking out here, man. (laughs) The thing about it was because they put these people in like these uh, extreme, like abandoned buildings. It was like, this used to be an assailant asylum in the 1920s. And, you know, apparently people have heard, like they've heard, you know, noises at night and shit like that. So then he goes, oh, okay. So, hey, Chris, we want you to go walk from point A to point B and get the token on the other side. But you got to go the long way around. Okay. And then people just do it and then be like, what the fuck was that? Because you already hyped it up so much in your head. Yeah. That's there's some scary shit happening. And also, I'm sure MTV fucking, you know, got some stuff. Oh, maybe guys, some prop. Yeah, guys maybe. Just like, hey, yeah. put some fucking firecrackers. In the, yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> yeah. It freaks yeah. People it's out. Like, like, yeah. What is that? House on Hunter Hill. The yeah. remake. Is that what guy, happened? What, Vincent Price. Oh, yeah. I think Vincent Price is on it. Isn't it? No, it's not Vincent. The Price. original it's, Vincent. The original is Vincent Price, I think. But it's Liam so Neeson the new the, guy who oh he's English. Wait, uh, is he English? I'm, I'm is thinking it, the not, He looks like James Woods. Huh? Richard E. Grant. Fuck. Is it House on House on Haunted Hill? No. Am I getting it? There's a it's new Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush. Rush. It's Jeffrey Rush. Okay, Jeffrey I think Rush I in the film. He's like a he's. What is he? He's a like a theme park owner. So he has all these experiences and he creates all these experiences. So when he gets these people to come on the house on Haunted Hill, the you know, Tay Diggs yeah. and Ali Larder, of course, and Chris Catan, he sets up the house to have all these it's like the it's like a haunted house. Like he presses a button and it, and you know, ghosts yeah. sounds come out. But it just turns out the house is really haunted, you know. Yeah. This is the most two thousands cast I've ever seen in my life. Jeffrey Rush, well, whatever. Fomka Johnson, Tay Diggs, Peter Gallagher, Ali Larder, Chris Catan, Bridget Wilson Sampras, and Lisa Loeb is in it. It's just so funny. Lisa Loeb? What? I don't know. She probably is a oh, cameo. She's a reporter. Channel 3 reporter. Yeah. But Ali Larder is a very 2000s casting choice. Yeah. And she's on the poster, Heroes. which is hilarious. Heroes. And then Bridget Wilson, too, you know? Yeah. And Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. So it's that's yeah, they gotta spend a, a night in a haunted house for one million dollars, but it turns out the house is really haunted. I forget what like unleashes the ghosts or whatever. There's a couple for of real. these movies, like I couldn't even tell the difference. House the house on Haunted Hill, there's the haunting, which I was that was the one the I was. The haunt is with uh young with um, Wilson. It's Liam Neeson. Yeah, Catherine and, um, Zeta Jones. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, yeah. He gets his head taken off by like a a, a chimney something thing. Something in the fire yeah, in the fireplace. Yeah. Lily Taylor, I Bruce Dern. Todd Field. Oh my god. Virginia Madsen. Yeah, I remember this movie. I they used to be this is a definitely HBO movie. This was on HBO nonstop when it came mm. out. Did you say Catherine Zeta Jones is in it, right? Yep. Yeah. This is like when Catherine Zeta Jones was like 
this is like the next thing after probably Zoro or something. Yeah. Or traffic. Yeah, because she was already really out there. Starting to become Jane the Bond. Or, uh, Jan the Bond. Jan the Bond. Yeah. Good for Jan. Good for Jan. Good for Jan. <laughs> Good for you, Jan. Good for Jan. Good for him. But yeah. Yeah, and Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. You mean there's snakes out here that big? Is that fucking... It's Anaconda. Is he an Anaconda? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Ice Cube and Anaconda. Oh, Ice Cube. I just, I just think it's just a funny line delivery. You mean there's snakes out here that big? Yes, Ice Cube. The name of the movie is called Anaconda. Anaconda. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Eric Stoltz is in Anaconda? I didn't know that. Yeah, he gets Owen like... Owen Wilson is in it, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Carly Eric Lord. Stoltz, he gets like attacked by something and then... Um, he spends the rest of the movie like in cripple, like not crippled, but like incapacitated in bed. Yeah. And then that's where they're like, they go to fucking John Voight and they're like, we got to get to the hospital. And he goes, all right, just follow me. I know the way to the hospital is a shortcut. And he, no, it's not a shortcut. He's just taking him like deeper into the Anaconda world. Yeah. So. What's his yeah. deal? He wants to, he's like what? A Captain Ahab who just wants to kill. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He just wants to, yeah. Oh, an insane hunter who forces them along on his quest to capture the world's largest and deadliest snake. Okay. That's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's it. Yeah. I forget how he gets involved. I think they, he, they're like, they're there to do like a documentary film about like this lost tribe. Yeah. Lost indigenous tribe. And then they get, I think that's what happened. Eric Stoltz gets injured or, Owen Wilson and some chick hop off the boat to try to have sex. A wild boar attacks him. Then John Voight intervenes and like, kills the boar. And he's like, you got – and he has a terrible accent on it. He's trying to do like a yeah. Latin American accent. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you guys shouldn't have been doing it. I don't know. I can't. He goes, I'm out. I'm gonna, oh, you tried to get the – you tried to have sex in the woods. Oh, you had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but I was born in this woods. It would have been better doing the Bane accent. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, there's snakes out here. We should go hunt them. And then Eric Stoltz gets, like, attacked. He ends up in bed. And they go to – Jennifer Lopez is like, yo, let's go to the hospital. He goes, oh, yeah, let's go to – I know the way to the hospital. Let's go this way. Right, Danny Trejo? And Danny Trejo is like, yeah, let's go. And he just takes him further and further fucking down the, the mm. heart of darkness into snake territory. And then, yeah, and that's the movie. Why are there and so Owen Wilson many, gets killed? Why are there so many of these movies back then? Like, what was the movie that made him like? Well, House on Haunted Hill and the Haunting and all that stuff. Yeah, but like, okay, nineteen ninety seven is Anaconda. Nineteen ninety nine is Lake Placid. Nineteen ninety nine is Deep Blue Sea. Like, what the animals movie, attack thing? Right, but like, what movie was the the catalyst? Like, would, did they all just go like? You know, in 1996, where they all just like, you know, Jaws was pretty good, or like, <laughs> bring it you back. know what I mean? Like, what, like, what? Usually, these things, one movie comes out, and then everybody's copying them for like the next few years. Um, my question yeah. is, what was the movie they're all copying? Is it all Jurassic Park? Is it all well, like, like, maybe? Uh, what, what are we doing here? Like, well, what, out of those three, what was the first one to come out? Anaconda. But yeah, was Anaconda, Anaconda that seems big the of most- a hit? And maybe. I mean, it was definitely like a Jennifer Lopez that uh, was, star yeah. vehicle for her. Budget forty-five million, gross one hundred thirty-six worldwide. 
65 mm. million US and Canada for a 45 million dollar budget. Not, I mean, it's good, but it's not like the biggest blockbuster ever. Mm. Not enough to be like, guys, we need seven more anacondas. Yeah. But maybe it was Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park came out in 93. 93. And then Lost World came out, what, two years after that? No, Lost World came out in 97, same year as Anaconda. Oh, so maybe they were in yeah, development of was. it. Yeah, because that makes sense. And then what, comes Godzilla out. comes out in 99, right? And that was the one that was like, that was like, oh, guys, we hit, a, we hit a wall. I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. Smart sharks. <laughs> Two words for you. Smart, smart. sharks. And I love it. Let's green light it. And the S's on the smart and sharks have dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that story about uh, what's his name? James Cameron when he went to pitch uh, Aliens Alien 2. No. And he was like, he just like he goes up to the board like a whiteboard when he's pitching Alien 2. He goes up to the whiteboard of the executives and he just writes down the word alien and then he mm-hmm. puts an S at the end and then just put a do- puts a dollar sign on there. And they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> aliens with a money sign on the S. Mm-hmm. And they were like, fuck yes. <laughs> and then wow. that's, that's the story I heard of how, how that happened. But that's, that's just very funny, very, uh, you know, cynical. Fucking yeah, yeah. version of it. Yeah. Know. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Cameron. Jimmy Cam's guy knows what he's doing, man. Guys knows. Yeah. Getting that money. Doing. Anyway, but I think that's probably it, right? Yeah. We said a lot. We said we enough. Said too much. We said too much. We started off with Superman. We ended it with Smart Sharks. Well, we started off with and What James does the Bond S stand for? Dark Knight. It stands for hope. Huh? No, I was saying we started off with Dark Knight. Rises. We started off with James Bond, a little world. Yeah, that's up. right. And then we made our way to Anaconda somehow. <laughs> yeah. What does the S stand for? It stands for hope. Oh, that was just a fucking S. Well, yeah. my last name. And this Sullivan. planet Smith stands for shit. <laughs> it stands for <Yeah>. money. Hey, <laughs> yeah. That's the real Superman, like the real Man of Steel. You know, we have to copyright that S. You actually yeah. owe us a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, if you could, if you wouldn't mind changing your outfit, because we've that's been trademarked already. Yeah. So the cape, you can do it without the cape, but <laughs> yeah, you can't do we the red that. and blue because it's just too imperialistic of yeah. America. So we're trying to go for more global. Mm. Well, these are the clothes that I was brought in with my from my home planet. And we want to respect your diverse lifestyle, but (laughs) we just want to get something a little bit more global Mm. that reaches everyone. Mm. Increases audience engagement. Yeah. We want to get people talking. So if you have anything you want to say, like controversial, like do it, (laughs) get engagement. I really don't think you understand what I do. Oh, we get oh, we it. Get we get it. it. <laughs> Superman, you know, so mm. heteronormative. How about super person? Hmm. Anyway, we're getting to. <laughs> we're getting. Yeah, we're going to a whole line of dialogue territory. Yeah. yeah, we about to be dream scenario too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where can the kids find you? 
Yeah, you can find me online, Drow Esquire, D-R-O underscore E-S-Q, everybody. That's my Twitter. That's my Insta. That's everything right there, man. That's my whole fucking life. My whole fucking life. Yeah. If you have any movie recommendations or movie suggestions sent on my way, I will have a look, think about it, sleep on it. Nick Cage will come in my dreams. Not come in my dreams, but he will be appear in my dreams. And then... I'll, and I'll have a look at it. I really do. I will. I really will have a look at your movie suggestions if anyone gives me them, and then check out my reviews on all those aforementioned social networks for movies that I've watched, and I've been writing them in haiku because it's fun for me. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Good night. Yes. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love, peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love. I'm warning you. I love that. <laughs> Someone's breaking into our house. You better get out. I'm warning you with peace and love. <laughs> you better get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm referencing the Ringo Starr video where he he says he's not going to sign the autographs anymore. This is like probably ten years ago. Years back, point, yeah. If not more. Um, but he's like, I'm warning you with peace and love, peace and love. And then he's like, I, I, I won't be signing any of it. Nothing. Um, so anyway, peace and love, peace and love. Uh, whatever. The way he says, the thing I yeah. love about that, the last peace and love, it sounds like he's contractually obligated to say peace and love. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's what I mean. Anyway, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> uh, profits of participants may vary. Not available yeah. in Canada. Uh, peace and love, peace and love. Um, anyway. Uh, ChristianDuranComedy.com is for all your Christian Duran needs. Christian Duran SVP on Instagram. Find me on Letterbox. Christian Duran, you know what it is. Get it <laughs> to this day. To this day, <laughs> I saw that video. What is the other that? Day. I think it's Delonte Wild. I, I I don't know. I I think I know the name, and I think I know he's an MMA fighter, but I'm not sure. Oh, he's at a press I it's a meme, yeah. It's a meme, but he's at a press conference. You got to watch this video. This dude is like, I mean, you know, you talk about believing in what you're talking about. He's talking about, he, some black reporter is talking to him and he's like, what did you mean by uh, like your people, like your people have been for years? He's like, he's like, I don't know how to tell you, man. You know what the fuck I mean? Don't sit here and try to tell Tell me what our, he's like, that's you too. He's like, our people have been through for 400 years and it's still going on to this day, to this day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not doing it justice at all because he's so intense and, um, but it's one of the greatest uh, things I've ever seen. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> that's all for us. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.